Hello and welcome back to the Superhuman Lab podcast, where we dissect everything superhuman. I'm your host tonight, Blake. Unfortunately, Ethan cannot be here with us tonight as the time difference between the U.S. and the U.K. and with our special guest, it kind of just didn't mix very well. But you guys are still joined by me and our guest tonight. Uh, first, before we even get to the introduction, to the questions, to the Minute Marvel, to all of the other stuff, I just want to talk about real quick to you guys what 2023 is going to look like for the Superhuman Lab podcast. Uh, not a lot is going to change new episodes every Thursday still. We're still uploading to YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, iHeartRadio, any of the things that you can think of we're uploading. So be on the lookout for that. We are very active on social media as well. So if you guys want to follow us on social media, it's at the Superhuman Lab Podcast and also special guest today also for the 2023, the start of the year has a little surprise for us. So Let's introduce our special guest. He is someone with the greatest game tags I have ever seen. And, well, he's just the Grandmaster Gamer. He is one of my newest friends that I had just met a little over five years ago, but he has become very close with me, very close with my community, and very close friend of mine. So, ladies and gentlemen, Grandmaster Gamer, a.k.a. Ian. Hi, guys. Welcome to the show, Ian. Uh, hopefully you are prepared with some Marvel questions, or hopefully you are ready for some Marvel answers and some DC answers, but uh, go ahead and just talk about a little bit about yourself real quick, what you do, and just introduce everybody who you are. Oh, yeah, sure. So I am uh, 26, basically. I work in a family business from Kansas, not anything crazy, went to college, played football, and uh, I'm just a just a midwestern boy don't do anything crazy game with good old blake here uh just good close friends um and got to know each other through that grew the relationship and uh yeah here to talk about some superhuman people yeah we have honestly like obviously friendship doesn't go back very far I met you through my cousin austin <laughs> so brand new friends yeah. but i would say like it's one of those things with us that we have just grown i mean through games through texting fantasy football all this stuff so (laughs) slowly growing through stuff like that yes and it's been a fun time too like we enjoy it thoroughly every time that's the best part there's never any downsides so ian i know you had a special surprise for us if you would actually like to share and if you're watching this on youtube uh, i'll put a picture of what he's talking about for those that are listening on spotify or any other listening for podcast thing i'll explain it after he is done explaining it just in case and we'll talk about kind of what to do for after that but ian go ahead and uh talk about what you got for us sure thanks so i actually came across something throughout the holiday season and as a listener and a fan obviously and a supporter i would love to give and um see if somebody can enjoy this i found a iron man uh glove that uh has the infinity stones in it and i'm giving it to the podcast and they are welcome to do with it as they please So if you don't know what he's talking about, and again, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see it right here. It's the same exact one. But if you are listening, um, well, again, I'll kind of explain it. But if you remember from Avengers Endgame, they had to make a whole new gauntlet after coming back. And, uh, you know, they had to all get together and put together this new gauntlet that Hulk uses the snap, that Iron Man uses the snap. It's that exact one. It's a very cool very awesome product. I've had it in the background of my stream. I actually have a funny story about this. Very quick story. But I had seen on a Twitter post that this was coming out about a year and a half ago. And I pre-ordered it from Disney.com for $150 because it was a pre-order. And thinking that they weren't going to drop that many. And then found out that they were dropping them to like GameStop and 
Disney and yeah. all these other websites. Amazon now has it. But it took me seven months to get this. So for me, it's oh special. Uh, but that's really cool because you can take the stones out and the lights come on and stuff like that. I'll turn it on real quick yeah. so you guys can kind of see. Um, sto- every stone comes out. It's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty authentic. Like, it, it looks good, too. Like, yes. I, I believe it just just overall looks really well done. Yes. It's a very nice... And, like, when you put your hand in it, you can now you have full... It's not one of those things you just put your hand in. Like, you can move your fingers around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, it's fully functional. So it's awesome. And... Uh, it's awesome that you're giving that away. We will be doing that as a giveaway here with the Superhuman Lab podcast. Um, to enter, here is how you enter. First of all, I just want to talk about how to enter and like the different ways to do it. Um, you must be following us on Twitter, which is at super underscore human underscore lab. We are going to have a tweet put up. Um, it'll be up by the time you guys are listening to this podcast episode. So it is going to be, you need to make sure you're following the Twitter page. Make sure you at somebody in underneath the comments. And when you at your person, tell us your favorite superhuman or, or superhero or villain. Or if you just want to say your favorite TV show, that's fine too. So Or movie. So that is the three ways to enter. Again, follow us on Twitter. At somebody underneath the thing, underneath the tweet. And tell us your favorite movie, superhero, or villain. And if you guys want to, make sure you like and retweet the tweet. Because that way it gets seen by more people. And that's just another way to get you guys a ticket to enter. So we'll make that tweet and it'll be more clear in the tweet. Um, but yep, check Twitter for at super underscore human underscore lab to enter. And Ian, thank you again for giving that away for us. We really, really appreciate that. That's amazing. Do it. So let's go ahead and get into episode number four here. Um, and just starting off, we have done quite a few things. Now, I didn't tell you this going into this for this reason only. Um But as a listener, I'm sure you know, but also for all our listeners that are listening again, the Superhuman Lab podcast always starts our episode after the intro to the guest, obviously, with either Team Iron Man or Team Captain America. We have to know. It's a season one tradition. Uh, We have the counter up on the screen now. We know that it's three to one in favor of Iron Man right now. I was Team Iron Man. Nick was Team Iron Man. Kenny was Team Iron Man. Ethan is Team Captain America, so we need to know what side are you on. So I'll preface this by this is really hard for me, specifically because the first ever Marvel movie that I went and saw was the original Iron Man. And I actually own it on Blu-ray because of that fact. Like, it just meant a lot to me. Um, But I, (laughs) the crazy part is I enjoy the story of Captain America more. And I got to say, I'm Team Captain America. Oh, there we go. You would make Ethan so proud right now because he is <laughs> all alone on the Team Cap side. And Iron Man was starting to run away with it. So <laughs> it's a good thing to hear. Well, and I just, I enjoy, like, both the characters. I think they were so well done. And, I mean, if, just because I was kind of looking at some of the comic book backgrounds, too, because I'm not a big comic book uh, guy, but I and looking at the history of everything... I mean, they go back so far, like as some of the original characters and just seeing all the background information you truly get through that, like the side stories and all that, they really just have so much built around them. And it's kind of cool to see that. And, uh, but I just enjoy 
like the upcoming story of Captain America, even though Iron Man, I mean, obviously everybody wants to be a tech genius, especially in nowadays and a billionaire. Um, <laughs> yes. And a billionaire. Um, but I mean, just to have that kind of story is so cool and how they wrapped Captain America up in the MCU to me was awesome. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, I thought, see, I feel like you're one of those that is not like, I hate Iron Man, I'm definitely Team Captain America, I hate Captain America, I'm definitely Team Iron Man. So it's like, I think you're our first person that like, other than maybe Nick, Nick was, I think, kind of lenient, but he was definitely Team Iron Man. Kenny definitely yeah. hated Captain America, we knew that from going into it, <laughs> and then everybody knows my story with Captain America, so he's been getting a lot of hate on this podcast, and I'm actually very glad that finally somebody is giving him some love for once, because he wasn't getting nothing on this podcast so far. We've had some viewers, I had a, I've seen a TikTok comment saying Captain America is easy, would destroy Iron Man, and so we have Captain America fans out there, and I promise you this podcast is not just an Iron Man fan podcast, I promise you. But it's awesome to have a Captain America fan, finally. Yes, yes, I would gladly support him. So moving on to, like, obviously we got our, you kind of explained a little bit about how what the the first Iron Man movie meant to you, um, how you now own it on Blu-ray for that sole reason that that was your first, you know, superhero movie. Um, what are some of the earliest memories you have, like, with superheroes? Not only, like, as a kid, but maybe even, like, as growing up, maybe teenager and stuff like that. Do you have any, like, really early memories with superheroes? So I, I mean, as a kid growing up, obviously you have the shows like um, on the DC side of things. I was a huge fan of uh, Teen Titans. So like when I grew up, I religiously watched that show. Obviously, as a kid, I'm like, I don't know what the storyline to this is, but I'm gonna watch it. Looks it looks cool, you know. <laughs> it looks cool. The there's like that teen angst to the show. There's you know, it's kind of like. It's got the parts that are slice of life, but it's got really good action. And I mean, the movies were always cool, but um, yeah, Teen Titans always meant a lot to me. So I was kind of excited that I think they are either in the midst or they're making a TV show of Titans is what it's called. Yeah, they have it right now. Yeah. So I was thinking about looking at that. They put uh, Teen Titans on one of the uh, streaming services like Hulu or something. So I, I, I watched a couple episodes, but um i was a spider-man fan for a little while when i was like in my teenage years i mean spider-man was always just kind of that hometown cool feel um uh and depending on which depiction you saw of him he was either the tech smart that he didn't necessarily get i mean they all you know get bit by a spider but he made the gadgets you know the the kid always could oh okay maybe i can make something you know get that kind of brain juice flowing right um yeah, I mean, superheroes were always cool to look up to. They're they're interesting in the fact that it's something so spectacular and so unfathomable that if you were to inherit that ability or those traits, you could be something of that, you know, right. essence. No, that's, uh, that's amazing backstory behind it. I was going to ask you, because I know um, you're a coach of football and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, me being a teacher, I teach obviously way younger than what you are coaching, but I mean, even like thinking about, you know, your, your kids that are playing for you that are playing underneath you. And, you know, for me, my students that are learning from me, um, I have seen these superheroes make an impact on just these kids. I mean, alone, oh, these, yeah. there's these kids that are wearing black Panther shirts. You know, you hardly ever see an African American actor like Chadwick Boseman come in and play such a big role as black Panther. Mm-hmm. And these kids are growing up with that. Now seeing that, 
knowing that there are people that look like them. You just had um, the brand new TV series, Miss Marvel. You know, they depict yeah. on all of that side now. Now you can see, like, you know, the background of, like, you know, what it looks like in India and different stuff like that. And it's just, like, it's stuff that you don't get to see as much. Um, mm-hmm. And now these kids growing up are seeing it. Yeah, and the integration is nice. I mean, from the area that I am from, there's not a lot of other cultures around and that's the tough part is because now as a football coach i get everybody right just because of the age group that i coach which is by the way seventh and eighth grade and i love them to bits and pieces um they are amazing and they're all trying their best but you get these people that look up to athletes that embody super and like superheroes like right. you get i mean cam newton i mean that's the immediate one that comes to mind i mean he classified himself like superman he right. does the superman thing um you know you get those cool connections that they weren't always making that they can always look and find some sort of positivity in the light that they're in yeah for sure and i think too like you said i mean these different athletes give themselves these nicknames. I don't know if you know who Donovan Mitchell is, but he considers mm-hmm. himself the spider. So yeah. he wears he wears a lot of, like, he has a thing with Marvel that's a Spider-Man shoe. Uh, mm-hmm. You have different athletes, like you said, Cam Newton with Superman. So it's like these athletes that these kids, these students, these uh, football players, basketball players, all these players are looking up to, um, they impict this in a way. I don't know if you remember the dunk contest, with I bel- I don't remember who was wearing it. I want to say Dwight Howard. I could be wrong on that. That wore the yeah. Black Panther, did the Wakanda for everything, and did the dunk. But I don't remember if that was Dwight Howard. I could be wrong on that. But I know I think Dwight Howard wore the Superman cape one. That's time, right. If I'm not mistaken. No, you're right. He did the Superman cape. I don't remember who wore, it, but somebody did a was Black it, Panther one. Um, it might have been Giannis. I, I'm not 100 percent sure. On I that, can't. Though. Yeah, I can't remember either. But it's like these things that these athletes are now integrating is these. Um, these superheroes and i think it's just awesome to see that a lot of these movies are now impicting different cultures different ethnicities and everything like that especially not just on marvel side but dc side and mm-hmm. everything with that so um well those are awesome things that i would love to hear about um love that they you know impact our kids that we teach the kids that we coach and so on like that it's cool to hear kind of like how they impact for you as well. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Going into like, you know, in the intro, I introduced you as, you know, the grandmaster gamer, the man, <laughs> the man of many gamer tags that are got to be the best gamer tags I've ever seen. Um, so kind of more on the gaming side, we actually have not had this on this podcast. And for anybody that doesn't know me and Ian pretty much met through video games and so on. So um, mm-hmm. do you have a favorite superhero slash villain video game? I haven't even said mine on this podcast, so after you share, I jump in and add with you. Okay, so this might surprise you. Um, so I am a giant fan of Ultimate Alliance. Oh, okay. I and played it. So one of my best friends, um, it was right after he had graduated college, so he had just moved back home, and um, he his father had bought a Switch, so him and... Uh, uh, his father could game together basically. And well, he bought Marvel ultimate Alliance and his dad just couldn't figure it out. So he invited <laughs> me over and we played the whole game in one night. Like that... didn't sleep, unlocked all the characters, all that game was so much fun. The new one was so much fun. Yeah. And 
Um, I still remember playing the original one. I had to go over to a friend's house because um, I was too young to own it. My parents were a little more strict on the rating, which was fine. But um, I think the first one was teen. And so when I went over to my friend's house, that's all I ever wanted to play because (laughs) you always, and the best part was my, my file never saved. So I always played the same three missions. You're just playing it over and over again. (laughs) Yeah. And I never finished the game, (laughs) never like got very far in it, but the three missions, let me tell you, I was good (laughs) at those three missions. I remember, um, I see. I think I played more of Ultimate Alliance too. I know I played both, but I remember like the very first mission is like I almost like I can envision the whole mission is on the helicarrier. I remember it's exploding. I remember two out of four of the characters is Spider Man and Wolverine. I cannot yep. think of the other two, but I know for sure one of them is Spider Man. I know the other one's Wolverine. Um, yeah, yeah. I just remember playing as Spider Man and you know avoiding every single possible enemy just by swinging around, <laughs> so I didn't you get could touched. Skip everything. Yeah, you could just swing through and all while. Uh, Wolverine's back there, you know, fighting for his life. I'm just swinging away to go to the next area. <laughs> yeah. Ultimate oh, Alliance yeah, was, was fun. It was, man. It was a blast. Um, I'm trying to think of any other big ones. I actually just, um, my wife got me the uh, new one, uh, blinking on the name of it, uh, Midnight Suns. Oh, okay. And so I actually am playing through that, which is is kind of interesting. The combat's a little different, obviously. It's more right. card-based, but um, it has depictions of characters um, in them. I don't want to give any spoilers just in case anybody's playing the game, but um, I was, you start the game out as Iron Man and Strange, but you meet, um, I think they're called the Runaways, if I'm not mistaken, um, and they're labeled as the Midnight Suns. And so you have, uh, it's, it's a different variation of Ghost Rider, uh, which is kind of cool. You have Magic, which is, one of my uh, other top characters from MCU that hopefully will be introduced at some point in the future. And then um, uh, who's, who's a couple others. Well, they've got Spider-Man in it too, which is cool. And he's, he's, I uh, saw a Captain bit. Marvel also, I think is in it. Yeah. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of interesting because you play your own superhero and you kind of light and dark kind of stuff. So, right. Oh, that's awesome. That's I I had seen so I when I first saw Midnight Suns, I really thought it was just a brand new Marvel game, uh, which mm-hmm. it is. But I thought it was like a story mode game, and I guess it still technically is. So I almost fully pre-ordered it, not knowing that it was a card-based game. And mm-hmm. I went and watched yeah. some dude on Twitch, and I was watching him for about ten to fifteen minutes, and I was like, this guy's not even playing the right game. And then I like <laughs> tuned into another stream, and I was like, oh, this is what this game is. So yeah. knowing me, I would have gotten it. It still seems fun. It's just those like card games are kind of bad for me. Like I feel like I'm always so bad at them. Um, it's very yeah, it's very tactical and slow. Play, yes, I know? think that's I think that's what like gets me is that I just want to do the action like right away. And those right. games are very strategic. Mm-hmm, definitely. Uh, my favorite. So I'm gonna do one that's older and one that's newer. My f- old okay. the old one is um, Spider Man. I want to say it's called web of shadows Ooh, something okay. like that i think um, yeah that was i remember playing that on the ps2 and that was like growing up was like one of my favorite games the graphics were not the greatest obviously but it was just the You're fact right. that you were swinging as spider-man i think that's what got me to me it was one of my between that game and another game called driver uh those were like my first two ever experiences with like open world type of games Mm -hmm. and it broke my mind that that even existed that i could just go wherever i want to 
So oh, yeah. as a young, I was probably was seven years old playing a game where I am Spider-Man. I'm swinging around as Spider-Man. And of course, around that time, Tobey Maguire movies were out. So of course I had seen them already. So in my head, I'm just envisioning me as Tobey Maguire swinging around this. <laughs> but it also it's just the story mode games too are just fantastic back then for me. I feel like the acting, I don't remember. I want to say it's a Spider-Man 3 video game that Tobey Maguire does the voices for. <laughs> And it's like I they're think, they're always really yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, to recap on that web of shadows, so I looked it up just real quick because I was curious because yeah. I couldn't remember if I was right. But uh, Wolverine is in that. Yes, yes, yes. And and so I looked it up, and just out of spur, the top thing was an Amazon ad for the game, and yeah. apparently it's a cult classic, so people love it. Good, obviously, good game. Yeah. And. Uh, Good luck buying a copy. It's oh, like no. two hundred and forty dollars. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. So uh, obviously, I'll choose a different well... favorite game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Two hundred dollars. I could not. I, I love those like classic games though, and that's like one of them. But yeah, there's no way I'd be paying two hundred for it. But oh, um, wow. and then my newer like one of my newer favorite games. And this is definitely well. Of course, I really like the new Spider-Man games. Uh, the Spider-Man yeah. PS4 and uh, the oh, yeah. Miles Morales one, but my like under like like under the radar game that I played and we actually played it on stream um, is the Guardians of the Galaxy game that just came out about a year and a half ago. Okay. Uh, we played it on stream and it was so it's the same company that makes that made that Avengers game that got a lot of hate. Yes. Um, so it's the same company. I think is it Square Inks? I could be wrong, but I think that's Square Inks that made the uh, game. Yeah. Um, and then Guardians of the Galaxy came out, and this was like their bounce back. And I remember playing it on stream, and it was a fantastic game. Um, getting to play, you technically only play as one person, which is Star Lord, but you use the Guardians to team up like in different battles. So you can tell Drax to do this, you can tell um, Rocket to do this, Groot to do this. So it's really cool. That was one of my newer games that I really liked, and we played it on stream for about a week and a half, and it was fantastic. So I'm hoping to make a second one. Uh, yeah, and well, the ending and was really good too. I I heard it overall. Like I mean, it was well founded. Uh, just for some background, I worked at GameStop for about a year and a month. Right. Um, so I mean, I, the game was constantly rotating. We were always having new and uh, old, like pre-owned games because people were coming in and trading it in like quite often. Right. Um, and so. Uh, I think my only downfall that I ever really heard about it was that it it was the fact that you could only play star Lord. And yeah. other than that, I think most players were like, we loved the story, it would just be cool to have integration of the other players. Well, and the thing that comes to my mind is the ultimate Alliance where you can switch mm -hmm. between characters. I thought going into that, that it was a very much, very similar to ultimate Alliance where, okay, I want to play a star Lord, this mission. Ah, let me switch to Drax this mission. But yeah, like you said, I think that's the only downside of that game. Story mode, the story behind it was fantastic. They had Adam Warlock, they had all these different things, they had Easter eggs, they had it was so much fun. But yeah, the downside to that I think was just being stuck as one person. Um but in general the game was to me was fantastic. And I I knew that it got good reviews. I just didn't know how good or like how bad they were. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I overall I heard good things. Um, so talking about, you know, the favorite superhero games and uh, talking about all that stuff, uh, we have not even mentioned, I don't think, 
your favorite hero or your favorite anti-hero. I don't say villain. You know, sometimes they're not villains. You never know. Sometimes they are pure out villains like Thanos, in my opinion, is not really an anti-hero. He's more just a villain, but that's just me. Uh, So who are your favorite either heroes, anti-heroes, either your favorite movie, your TV show, or just like some of your favorites? Sure. So I'll start um, by saying like my, my favorite character in general would be Ironheart, Riri Williams. Um, And I know she just got her screen time with the new Black Panther movie, which was awesome. And I kind of like her just because she's different and because that she is a very just overall interesting character to me. Um, And I kind of did a little, you know, background on her in like some of the comics and I couldn't remember her AI's name. I couldn't remember if it was still uh, Jarvis or if it was, a new one but in the comic she uses ai called natalie um so i'm I'm not sure if that'll come into play because she gets her tv series here yeah hopefully this year i think it is i think the last time i saw i think it is this year i would assume so since she was just in black panther but Mm -hmm. um and then we have uh dr strange is a longtime favorite specifically because um He's just interesting in general as a character and the people around him. I mean, when you think of Dormammu as a villain, like you just think of a true Trump card. Um, and it's, I, I just liked how they did that first movie with him and yeah. how he came to be. Um, and then you have uh, the background where he's in the comics and, you know, he, starts off as just like this black magic mage kind of looking guy. Right. <laughs> he, he has all these unique attributes in these artifacts on him. So he's this very odd character that comes to be very powerful. And um, yeah, I just really liked him. Um, I, I look at him as the same level. Cause I mean, you think of comics also, Dr. Strange goes way back, like yeah, way, he, way back. He first, I, I saw it. Here it is. So I think, he debuted in what was the comic of Strange Tales, um, which is an anthology series, in July of 1963. Jeez. Yeah. I knew I knew he went way back there. Jeez. Yeah, it's, it's apparently a split book between... This is crazy to me. It was Doctor Strange and the Human Torch. What a combo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I thought. And uh, um, so I was just kind of... It's kind of weird to see how our cinematic universe is evolving different, but yet in somewhat of a parallel as the comics. Right. In certain days, you know, yeah. obviously certain movies were way different. I mean, yeah, we talked we talked about that with Nick. Also, we talked about how like the movies in the comics, he he asked us a question. He was like, as people that, you know, you guys know more about it, do you guys like get upset if comic books go the opposite direction of movies. And I said, the only thing I said is no, as long as they do it right. So if they were to take, you know, they took Iron Man, you know, he does all these stuff in the comics, how he started, and they just completely changed him to make him like Captain America, where he took that shot and now he's just buff and is not really a billionaire. He's actually just a, you know, everyday dude. So I was like, if Mm -hmm. they go way off, then obviously you're going to have those people that really love the comics be mad. But yeah. I feel like, I mean, MCU-wise, even DC, I feel like, has done it to a very esteemed, like, up-and-down level, but it's never been, like, 
oh, this is really bad, this is not even close to the comics, and oh, this is exactly how the comics did it. I feel like it's always like a little in the middle, kind of up and down. Right. No, I completely agree with that. And to kind of build on how you said they have to do it right, I think maintaining the overall character, um, just, I mean, his main characteristics, right? I mean, you take, if we look at an Iron Man, you take billionaire, you take technology genius right and kind of arrogant right like right. he is just that way so cocky yeah and and if you change that about him you don't get the same surrounding character so it really affects everything else like the relationship between spider-man and iron man would change drastically yeah yeah it'd be more of a you know he already is a father figure to peter in a way but he never comes out and, you know, makes that known to where if you switched up his personality to where, you know, all of a sudden Iron Man is checking to make sure he's doing homework, checking to make sure he's, you know, staying out of fights, like all of that, then everybody would be like, well, what's the point of all this? Like, that's not Iron Man. Completely agree with that. That would be very interesting to see in, like this uh, <laughs> weirdly overprotective. I mean, he was in his own sense, right? He was protective of Peter. Yeah. But, um, but not necessarily in the, like, I'm standing over you, making sure you're not... He did all these, like, hidden things. I don't know if you've ever seen this. Uh, it's like a TikTok or, like, a YouTube video of all of the things that went wrong he used to make right in Peter's suit. So, like... Mm -hmm. I did see that. So, like, when in Peter's suit, you know, he got frozen over in Tennessee when his um, suit blows up or whatever, and he gets freezing cold from the snow. He mm -hmm. put that heater inside Peter's suit. <laughs> And then so cool. he does like all these things. Uh, I don't know if you remember from Infinity War when he's trying to catch up to the ship and he can't catch up. He was like, well, I don't from when Rhodey fell, he couldn't catch up to Rhodey. So he added those oh. boosters into his suit. So that way he could catch up to the uh, ship that was being taken away with Doctor Strange. So gotcha. it's all these I things that he that. does. Yeah, he does all these things that he like integrates into either his suit, Peter's suit. He has that tracker in it so he can track it and stuff like that. So, um. It's awesome. So talking, you know, we talked about your favorite heroes and stuff like that. Um, a little bit of an anti-hero. I'd like to know who your favorite villain is. Yeah, so I I talked about Venom um, with you briefly over text. I, I love his just entire um, persona, basically. Yeah. Um, because he, he really could just go either way. And he always plays it the best way for himself. Yes. And they do that very well in the movies. I mean, he always wants good but bad, right? He right. needs to survive, but there's he can find other ways to do that. And obviously, you know, Eddie has some, you know, flexible <laughs> morals some days. Right, right. But, um, but I think that just plays into Venom so well. And I thought Carnage was awesome. I thought Carnage was really yeah. cool. Uh, overall, I, I thought the movie was all right, but I just loved, in general, like the action and what was going right. on in it. So, um, but yeah, I, I mean, Venom in general is just kind of interesting. I play um, Marvel Champions card game quite a bit. And um, so in that, they have some different venom-esque villains and right. the newest one that i just played was venom goblin oh, okay and so i was like oh okay and the art for it's really cool right he um he looks more menacing because he has i mean the symbiote right and it's the green goblin and it's like affecting 
what he does and all this. So it's interesting because he always has this aspect of controlling multiple minds or having an influence in them in this passive way. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen uh, What If on uh, yes. Disney+. Plus. I really would love for whenever Sony and Disney figure out this whole Spider-Man universe <laughs> and Disney and whenever they figure that out, a What If series is like, what if uh, this, the Black Symbiote suit went to Iron Man? What if the Black Symbiote suit went to Scarlet Witch? Like some of these like oh. what if things. Like I just feel like we're robbed of that right now until Sony and Disney can stop fighting like divorced parents and just make up. And (laughs) we could have so much right now. It's just, we're not, we're getting there. We, we got blessed to have the new Spider-Man movie. We got very, very blessed Mm -hmm. that they allowed it, but now we're just like, okay, well what's next? And like you said, Venom has so many different things in the comics, video games where he's taking over different people. He, you know, he takes over the Hulk. He takes over, Uh, different people. I'm trying to think the other one. Obviously, you know, he takes over Eddie Brock, but he takes over Spider-Man, obviously, from the movie. Stuff like that. We're just robbed of so many of those things, but also blessed at the same time to have them in different aspects of not just movies and TV shows. We have them in video games and comics and stuff. Oh, yeah. And I kind of briefly mentioned Dormammu. I think Dormammu in general is kind of a cool bad guy we don't know obviously a lot about him but my other kind of if i were to pick like an odd one would be uh dr doom okay yeah um weirdly enough he (laughs) i think he kills dr strange in one of the comics i was reading something about that so it's kind of cool and just all these weird crossovers we think are so far-fetched right but eventually i mean if they continue going, they really could. It may not be. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, we're about to see in the new one and, and we'll talk about this a little bit later. Not right now, but I mean, we're, we're seeing Kang now we're seeing Kang and Ant-Man. Like that's just like in my head. Never would I like five years ago. Would I have been like, yeah, I'm going to see Kang the Conqueror and Ant-Man in the <laughs> same movie and <laughs> stuff like that. Like, and like, I mean, even in the black Panther movie, we saw Ironheart join black Panther. Like in my mind, I don't know if that's in the comics. It could be, but in my mind, that's not the first thing I think of when I think Ironheart right. is, oh, Ironheart and she's in Wakanda. And like that's just <laughs> stuff like that's brilliant. Like you yeah. put you put a tech person like Riri Williams with Vibranium, you would have done that with Iron Man and Tony Stark. Tony Stark would have oh. built the greatest suit ever. So oh, it's like yeah. it's like those things that they're they're doing that are really, really cool to see that are kind of mixing well together now. But yeah um well and another thing and i don't know if this is true but i saw that thunderbolts is going to introduce the new metal which is adamantium which okay is supposedly wolverine's claws yes and so um when uh in the new thunderbolts they apparently go to the i i forget what the enemy is called the giant enemy that they were basically fighting at the end of the eternals that appears out of the water oh um Um, i know you're talking about yeah yeah, so it, it's that, and now that it's frozen over, basically frozen in time or whatever, right? Um, it's being inhabited, so they go and visit that, and apparently that they use the metal from that machine or enemy, and it is adamantium. That's awesome. I'm excited to see. Well, I mean, we still have not had Wolverine yet in the MCU. We had yeah. the announcement with Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Uh, we, sh- we I think we talked. I think we showed a clip of this last week. Um, or two weeks ago, whatever we posted it, but yeah, I think I think it's awesome that we're getting closer and closer to probably 
I mean, we know we know the Avengers, we know Hawkeye, we know Captain America, we know all these people already. Yeah. And I know people always don't like change; they don't like where it's going. But how many years can you really go on making seven Captain America movies, eight Iron Man <laughs> movies? Like, yeah. there's got to be a change. The only one that you can really do that with is honestly Spider Man. Spider Man, I feel like it never gets old. Yeah, I know yeah. Spider Man, but Spider Man has so much outreach that he has. I mean, yeah, you got to think of how many enemies he has. He right. has so many more nemesis, uh, nemeses. I don't know how to say that. Right. Um, than anybody else, in my opinion. And we haven't Just even seen in... half of them <laughs> or yeah. quarter of them. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah, he's he's growing for sure. They're all growing. But all right, we have a returning segment that Ethan started for us again. Ethan couldn't be here with us if you're kind of listening in randomly. Um, Ethan could not be in with us today due to the time and, you know, UK time, USA time. So for him, it's like midnight when we're recording this. But something that Ethan started is called the Minute Marvel. Um, We're going to ask you, I believe I have 12 questions ready to go. Uh, You might not get to the 12th one, obviously. Excuse me, I got the hiccups. May not get to the 12th one, but we have 12 ready for you. Um, They range from Moon Knight to Doctor Strange to uh, Ironheart and so on. So... Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, I got the timer on my phone. I'm going to try to do my best to kind of multitask and look at both, but (laughs) here we go. In three, two, one, go. What are the three personalities of Moon Knight? Oh, gosh. Um, You can skip if you need to. Okay, let's skip. I don't know how to name them. Okay, what is the god that the Moon Knight gets his powers from? Oh, um, Oh, I know this. I know this. Come on. The Egyptian god. Yeah. I, I'm blanking on his name. I'll go to the next one. Who is the person that Venom shares a body with in the movie? Eddie. Okay. In Doctor Eddie Strange, Strange, what is the girl's name that Doctor Strange helps jump universes? Jumps universes. Clea. Who is the new Sorcerer Supreme in the movies? Who's the new Sorcerer Supreme? Stephen Strange. Wanda, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch, gets her powers from oh. the book of... Oh, um... Oh, my God. It starts with a C. I can't think. Ironheart attends college in the new Black Panther. What college does she go to? MIT. Okay, that was minute. Okay, so I'll read off the rest of them. You can just answer them. Um, okay. So you... yeah. Who else goes to the same... Co- um, who else goes to the same college as her in the MCU? The net it's technically doesn't say it, but if you plug two and two together, ooh, there's two other people that attend MIT with her technically. Let me think, and it's people we already know, like in the MCU. Yes, we have had them in multiple movies. Okay, so my guess, if I can remember, I guess he's not in it though. Um, Ooh, I don't know that I know. The answer is Ned and MJ. Because at the end of oh, No Way that's Home. Right. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, the next question is what stone does Doctor Strange hold? It's the oh, the uh, time? Yep. Yeah, time. In Infinity War, why does Doctor Strange give up the stone to Thanos so easily? Because there was only one situation to wait. Very good. And then the last one is how many characters can you name from the Illuminati from the new Doctor Strange movie? One point for oh. each one. From the Illuminati. So it would be uh, Professor X. Okay. Mr. Fantastic. Okay. Um, 
the alternate universe Captain America. Um, oh, Black Bolt. Okay. Oh, who's the other one? Oh, it's a uh, their uh, Captain Marvel, right? Yep. Yeah. There's technically one more that they end up killing. Two Actually, oh, two two more. Yeah. Okay. Two more. Sorry. It's a uh, more. Is it more? Yeah. Yep. You got that one, and then there's technically one more. I would not have gotten this one if I'm honest with you. Oh, let me. The the last oh, one. It's 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 his wife, isn't it? No, the last oh. one is uh, Doctor Strange before they killed him. Because they he was a part oh, of the Illuminati, but then okay. they ended up they ended up killing him. Gotcha. So, you said um, their version of Captain America, Captain Carter, is that who you meant? Yes, Captain Carter. Peggy, yeah. Okay. Um, you got Black Bolt. Yeah, you got all of them for that one. Um, okay, so the ones that you answered, it says, what are the three personalities of Moon Knight? They are Mark, okay. Stephen, yeah, and Jake. Jake Lockley, right. Stephen, I can't remember, and Mark Spector. Stephen Grant? Yes, yeah, Stephen Grant, Mark Spector. Mark Spector. And then Jake Lockley we meet at the very end. Very end, yeah. Okay, I didn't. I wasn't for sure on the last one. I remember when you said Mark Spector, and then I was like, "Oh, Stephen Grant." Okay, gotcha. Yep. And then, what is the god that Moon Knight gets his powers from? It's Khonshu. Khonshu, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. that one. I that one was a little bit harder. Uh, you got the who is the person that Venom shares a body with? Um, in Doctor Strange, what is the girl's name that Doctor Strange helps jump universes? It's American Chavez. Oh, I was thinking of the girl at the end. My bad. No, you're good. And then who's the newest Sorcerer Supreme? I heard you say oh after this one. Did you know it? Was it uh He's No, t- I don't think I knew this one. This is uh it's Wong. Oh yeah. Okay. Yep, I remember. He takes yeah, he takes over because Stan because uh Strange gets snapped away, so he becomes the new Sorcerer Supreme. <laughs> Yeah, doesn't he leave with Clea? I thought that was what the extra credit scene was. Doctor Strange leaves with Clea, yes. Okay. Um, oh, and then Wanda, a.k.a. Scarlet Witch, gets her powers from the book of... It's the book of Fashanti. Fashanti, that's what it was. I don't yeah. know what I was thinking with the C. Maybe that was her... No, those ones were pretty hard. Uh, let me see how many you got right, then. You got that one. I think I only got four, seven, four or five. Uh, two. Three, four, five. Yeah, oh, three of them. Three of them. Yep. It's more than zero, so <laughs> it's not mad. <laughs> um, I actually want to talk about real quick. We I didn't really mention this to you, but I kind of want to talk about. We don't haven't really talked too much about this TV show, um, but I have said this on one of the previous podcasts. The Moon Knight TV series, in my opinion, is one of the most underrated TV series. Um, what are your thoughts just on Moon Knight as a character, but also the TV series? I have gotten so much backlash for this opinion, but I think Moon Knight is the best TV series for the Marvel Cinematic Universe because of just how good they do his separate personalities. Yes. And his, like, you can see his... I mean, I, in my opinion, I think he actually has dissociative identity order and disorder. Right. Like, and that's that's a true fact. I mean, when you see him go into his other things and he thinks he has these other lives, I think that's truly just straight up the medical diagnosis of that. And when he gains his powers, I think he has different types of confidence in himself, which is so cool and so well done. Yeah. He had, um, Moon Knight, the TV series reminded me of like, like in a way, like shutter Island. I don't know if you've ever seen shutter Island, but 
Ooh, it's been a long time, but yeah. Wherever they, uh, you know, they put on this whole play for, you know, to make him snap out of his, he's trying to erase everything that had happened. Like, I feel like with these personality, he has that personality disorder where he can go through all three of these, well, in the TV series, really it's two, but technically three uh, personalities. Yeah. And, you know, each one has their own special thing. Mark Spector is more, you know, skittish in a way. He doesn't like messing with stuff. Or sorry, is it Mark or is it Steven? Which one? I think Mark I is... Thought... Man, no, no, maybe Mark Spector is... He's the British one, right? He's the UK one? I believe so. I'm about to look it up. Um, I don't remember if he's the UK one or if he's the... I can't remember now. But either way, you have the different ones that have... Um, you know, they have different personalities. They have different ways of living. And um, Oscar Isaac in my opinion, absolutely killed that role. For sure. I mean, that's got to be difficult to act two different personalities. Like, mm -hmm. one, first of all, he's changing accents. I mean, I know, you know, actors are trained on accents, but sure, I mean, but he's doing that with not even an accent. He's doing that, changing it back and forth and then changing the way he's moving, the way he's walking, the way he looks and the face. He's doing all these things just between two people. Yeah, and so I did find it. So Mark Spector was the more, like badass version okay so he was okay. the, he was the violent protector stephen grant was the british museum um, gotcha. and then when you see at the end i mean obviously jake lockley was the uh the kind of like mafia kind yeah. of field you know? yes yeah that i moon knight in, like you said you think it's one of the best i i put it in my top three for sure and i think that tv series wise we haven't had anything i liked loki loki was my number one um number two for me honestly would probably be moon knight uh so it's actually probably my top two um but i think that that tv series really again hit, i mean when's the last time we've seen any type of like egyptian superhero movie yeah <laughs> or tv and, show and it's so cool like yeah. any general aspect of it is just so interesting and they talk about the other gods about how they have people connected to them right which once again opens the universe up to all these other people and villains and it's just so cool how they're able to do that and such simple and they make it seem so simple right um so talking about all that you know i mentioned my top three top two talking about you know your favorite minute marvel went all right i guess it was a little you definitely out of all the three guests we have had have definitely had the most difficult minute marvel to today like i had to i can't lie to you i googled probably three or four of these things because i was just like i don't know any of these so hats off to you for getting at least three of them because i know a lot of these i would have struggled on um <laughs> but something we are starting in this podcast now it's brand new it's called the blizzy breaking news where we just break down different news going around the movie world um, we talk about it real quick. We don't spend too much time on it, but we just talk about some breaking news, whether it's a new trailer, whether it's, you know, breaking news about a movie, about an actor that's maybe in a superhero movie, um, and so on. So as a brand new segment, we are starting, we are going to go ahead and start that segment right now. And we're going to go ahead and actually talk about, um, it's a little bit sadder on the sadder side to start, but actually some positive news just came out of it as of like 30 minutes ago. So um, talking about the Jeremy Renner incident, Ian, I know I just kind of briefly went over you, but for our listeners at home, if you don't know, Jeremy Renner, who plays Hawkeye in the Avengers and just a very well actor, like known actor in the acting world, um, recently had a very bad snowmobile accident or sorry, snowplow accident. 
um, where the snowplow had ran over one of his legs and he had lost crazy amount of blood. He had to have a neighbor came over that was actually luckily a doctor and did a tourniquet on his leg. Um, it just had to get life flighted out to a hospital. As of about, actually probably about 40 minutes now of this podcast coming out, he just posted a picture um, to Instagram saying that he's in a lot of pain, obviously, but he just wanted to let everybody know that he is fine. So, very positive news coming out of it. It was just very scary yesterday. We didn't get a lot of updates. We heard about it in the morning, and then after that, all we knew is that he was in critical condition. So, positive news coming out of that, but they are actually now treating that as a crime scene. In a way, they're investigating it because they say that that snowplow, the way that the neighbor explained it is that that snowplow has so many different safety precautions on it that there's no way that it should have even ran them over. Yeah, and so which to me is crazy. I, and they're making it seem like this may have been a setup, which I hope I hope it's not. You know, you right. never wish ill intent on anybody. Right. Um. I'm very glad to see that he's doing all right. I mean, for the most part, he's obviously still not doing great, but right. he's better than he was. Um, and shouts, I mean, thank goodness for that neighbor being there. Right. Yeah. I that. Mean, yeah. I, and I know I've seen a picture of like where he lives in like, cause he lives up in the mountains. I can't think of the state, but he lives up in the mountains and like, they just got a bunch of snow. And so they had to lifelight him out because they said that they could not get a vehicle up there. And they said that they literally were out there like trying to clear a path for them to even land the helicopter in the first place. So oh, looking crazy. around where he lived, there's not a lot of people that are around him. And, you know, especially as an actor and actress, you typically, unless you're living L.A., typically if you're living away from L.A. lifestyle, New York lifestyle, you typically live far away from others. So right. thank God that he had not only a neighbor around, but a, a neighbor that is happens to be a doctor. Yeah. Which is just crazy. So, um, yeah. I believe he lives... Is it Reno? Is that right? That sounds about right. Okay, yeah. But I know I know he has, like, multiple... I just watched a... He did a podcast. Not a podcast. He did an interview a while ago promoting a new TV series, and he talked about he has, like, a winter... Like, where he goes and stays for the winter and stuff. So I'm not quite sure where that estate is, but... um. So that was the Jeremy Renner news. You know, it was kind of scary. We, we, this happened as of... As we're recording this, it was yesterday. Uh, when you guys are hearing it, it would have been on Monday, uh, the 2nd. So we got that news very, very early in the morning that he had gotten life lighted out. But again, like I said, as of like 45 minutes ago, January 3rd, uh, we just heard some positive news with him posting that, you know, he's he's fine. He is obviously still in hospital care and being taken care of. But on a little bit positive news, however, we did have a few weeks ago, uh, we had the brand new Into the Spider-Verse trailer. Um, I don't know, Ian, have you seen it? So I have seen it, and I'm very interested on what the twist is, because it seems odd. Yes. Like, it seems so good. Like, I'm so excited for it. I loved the first one. Love, love, love. Yeah, and but... we're going to see all the different Spider-Mans. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's going to be an overload of just, that, that dude's cool. But did you see this guy? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, and... There's going to be, I don't, I, I mean, even in the trailer, how many, what, how many you think uh, oh, Easter eggs are in there? <laughs> like, I mean, there's got to be so many in there. Oh, for sure. And just like, there were, I'm sure, I mean, obviously, I 
I can't thank the man himself enough, Stanley, for everything he did the for goat. this. Like, the goat. just truly made this possible and admirable in every sense. Yeah. And so it's always cool to just see those little cameos of him. But, like, when you look in the background, you see all those little Spider-Men. And, like, you know what's crazy is that every single one of them probably has a comic book about Yeah, them, they all have know? their own story. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, they created that and he started you know it's oh it's just so cool well and so good too i you know we just got done talking about moon knight and we got done talking about the one and only oscar isaac while he is Mm -hmm. actually playing spider-man 2099 which is in this case the main villain miguel o'hara um he is he's actually the voice actor so not only Sweet. this man's just getting his Marvel paycheck at this point. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Which good He's for so him. Good at it. Yeah, he deserves so it. He deserves it. So, but I'm excited to see that. Um, I we we watched. I had a reaction channel video, and in the background, one of the biggest Spider Man that I could see. Well, for me, was a big Spider Man. Was the Spider Man PS4 was on there. Uh, mm-hmm. so he'll be in the movie. So it'll be cool to see the Spider Man video game character coming in. And then there was also. Yeah. Uh, there was also another one of like the Spider-Man two video game from PS two and they put him in there oh, and it's funny yeah. just to see how bad the graphics look. <laughs> they put <laughs> the, him in the, there. The polygons. Yes. Man, the polygons. It looks so good. It's just cool to see. But so oh, we had yeah. the new Spider-Man trailer. Uh, that movie drops June 2nd. That is of course, you know, another Marvel slash Sony movie, um, follow up to into the Spider-Verse. We have the upcoming movie, actually technically the earliest Marvel movie that we have this year is the new Ant-Man movie, uh, which they dropped a trailer probably a few months ago by now. But um, how much have you heard or how much how excited are you for the new Ant-Man movie? So I, although not a big Ant-Man and Wasp fan, I'm pretty excited for it because I enjoyed um, the original Ant-Man movie a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm also just a huge Bill Murray fan. Yeah. I think he is awesome. He has played in so many movies that I love. And I mean, it's just hard to hate such a generational talent like that. Yeah. And Paul Rudd being, I believe he's a local guy to us. I mean, he went to KU. Right. If I'm not mistaken. He does, he and, does a bunch of Kansas City stuff. He always has that, yeah, that softball. It's, it's just awesome to see that. And uh, so I'll, I'll definitely go see it. I haven't seen a lot about it. I obviously watched the trailer. Um, me and my best friend go and see every movie uh, with his dad and um, usually our friends and um yeah i mean it'll be interesting because it 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 involves so many different things yeah i mean first of all they're in the quantum realm uh Mm. their main villain is now going to be what i heard james gunn talk about before he left um the guardians or sorry not james gunn uh kevin feige talk about uh that kang is going to be the new thanos to this upcoming you know this upcoming phase so we saw kang in uh, Loki, very short, but we saw Kang. Uh, you know, he got killed by... Well, if you haven't seen... It's been two years now, so go watch it. But he got killed at the end, and he says, See you soon. And it's one of the hardest lines as he's being killed. He's smiling and says, See you soon, because we know that uh, Kang is you know, in charge of the timeline. So he sees that he, he already knows he's going to be killed, so that means he has already alerted the next Kang. And supposedly this Kang is not to be messed with. So the upcoming Kang, I'm very excited to see. We saw, you know, in the trailer, we got to see him talk to Ant-Man. Um, but 
again, I'm not a huge Ant-Man and the Wasp fan. I really love Paul Rudd, but I do think this movie is going to be up there. Um, The other one I forgot to throw in here. Oh, that movie comes out uh, February 17th, so very soon. The other movie I completely forgot to throw in here is the new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. We had a new trailer for that drop. Um, That movie comes out May 5th, so not too long after the Ant-Man movie. Uh, Before my birthday. There you go. Look at that. A little early birthday present for you. Yeah. Um, do you have the, any like opinions when it comes to the Guardians movies? So, I liked the first one just because of what it was. Yeah. Right. It was a way different spin on a Marvel hero kind of esque. Right. And it was a group. Right? Yes. It, this is like truly the first group we've seen. Right. And um, to see all the inner turmoil, inner turmoil between everybody and. Um, I mean, the the whole nebula aspect of it is always interesting. I mean, then you get Mantis tied in there. And, right. And, and somewhat of, like, teen Groot. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just think it's really good. Um, and uh, I, I love just Peter Quill. He's just funny. I, yeah. I think it's awesome. We talked about, I, I talked about this on stream, how the, I don't know how they picked such a perfect cast, but they did. Um, for to play the Guardians of the Galaxy, like Chris Pratt plays Star Lord so well. Um, yeah. Will Poulter is coming up in this new one. I don't know if you saw him in the trailer, but Adam Warlock is now coming to the MCU and in the trailer, and he looked fantastic. Oh, so I'm excited to see that. And then obviously, you know, the greatest actor in the movie, the Vin Diesel playing Groot. I mean, he's got the <laughs> hardest lines ever between either I am Groot or we are Groot. Yeah, and I I can never I love saying this about who I'm like who I'm about to describe. So Drax, right. obviously played by Dave Bautista. Go. So <laughs> here's here's what I love about that. Dave Bautista would have been the most awkward character in the world. Yes. But because he's playing Drax, he's amazing. Yes. Yeah, he plays he plays him to perfection because of who he is. Yes, he's, and a, he's just so good at it. He's a retired WWE wrestler. He did <laughs> entertainment for years. Don't get me wrong. He was yeah. an entertainer for very many years before this, but coming into the acting, you don't see very many actors come from WWE other than John Cena and The Rock. Like Those are the two main ones, and then you have Dave Bautista, who comes in and plays probably one of the biggest movies at the time when it came out, which was Guardians 1, yeah. and everybody loved him in it, so... Um, yeah. Guardians one drops May fifth, like I said, twenty twenty three. So we got those movies, and then the um, final season again. We're hitting the DC universe a little bit too. We hit both sides here. I know mostly we're talking about Marvel, but when it comes to DC, DC just doesn't have a lot to talk about right now. But something to talk about is the very final season of the Flash. It comes out February eighth, very soon. Obviously, the Flash with Grant Gustin. Um, I watched it when I was younger. I can't lie to you. I stopped watching. I say when I'm younger, it came out in 2014, but I watched the first like three or four seasons. Um, but I kind of just stopped watching after. I know it's on the CW. Um, have you ever seen it before? So my best friend is a huge Flash fan. It's actually his favorite superhero. Yeah. And uh, well, I say that his favorite DC superhero, his favorite true hero, I think is actually Spider-Man. But right. um, I, it's, it's very interesting. He's kept up to date with the Flash completely. Right. Uh, watch the whole series he also watched arrow so he stays up to date on both sides um and it's kind of interesting because 
he overall loves the show, but it kind of had a lull for a while where it wasn't as good. And then yeah. now, I, so it's from what I've heard, it's picking way back up. Right. So. Yeah. So the hate that it got was the CGI. It was never mm-hmm. the acting. It was never like it was never the acting. It was never really that. It was just the CGI got so bad at one point, and then from what I heard, again, I stopped watching after like season three or four. Uh, that my brother Tanner, if he's watching or listening, is the biggest Flash fan I have ever met. I I will come home for the holidays and instead of watching a Christmas movie, we're watching the Flash season five episode four. Like it's just <laughs> that's just who he is. He doesn't care anything the Flash. He will watch, but. I've asked him before. I was like, oh, how's the new season? How's the new season? Like, I'm always interested. I always want to know. And he's always like, eh, it's all right. It's the same thing as last season. <laughs> like, he always just explains <laughs> it. Like, And he's a diehard Flash fan, so he would tell me the truth. Um, yeah. He said the story to it has gotten really good. He was like, the sto- like the you're getting different types of Flashes. You're getting him exploring, like, different universes because of how fast he can run. Stuff like that. So it's, it's cool to see, but, I mean, yeah. it's just unfortunate that that DC TV show not only is coming to an end, but it just happens to be on the CW. And I feel like between having a DC TV series on HBO max, I feel like the CW and HBO max are kind of like HBO probably makes a little bit more money in my opinion than the CW. Now the CW still has some big shows, but um, yeah, HBO max, I feel like is what probably they should release it on. And and my spin on it is, is, you have Flash, you have Arrow, and I know there's a couple other good TV series I don't want to be dragged because I don't know too many, but right. the tough part is they don't have a lot to play with, right? When you look no. at Marvel, they have all these things already set up, and because they DC has been set back, what I feel like is five, six years because of different movies not doing well and right. overall just not enough screen time for a lot of different heroes that uh they don't have the plateau uh or they're having a plateau in their content where they have these set shows like flash arrow all them right to continue but um there's nothing else going on especially with i mean we briefly mentioned the wonder woman movie got canceled Right. Or yeah. pushback or whatever it was. Yeah. I mean, it's just with DC, and we talked about this in the last episode too. It's just DC has this promise now coming in. James Gunn is taking over, and he's the new Kevin Feige, essentially. Yeah. And the first thing he does is when he gets there, he fires uh, Superman, aka Henry Cavill. Like he yeah. just fires him. And Henry Cavill even comes out with a post saying that, you know, that he supports James Gunn's decision, but you can tell he's upset. So that's the first thing he does. Then he cancels the Wonder Woman's movie that's supposed to be coming out. Then he's possibly canceling the new Black Adam movie. It's just like, so these things coming in is we're finally getting a DCU. We're getting Wonder Woman. We're getting, uh, we're finally having the Flash come in who's going to be a part of the Justice League. You have Aquaman. They're canceling Aquaman 2 now. Or after Aquaman 2, that's the last one. So like, it's like you have Aquaman 1 and 2. Okay, great. We're moving in the right way. He's in Justice League. And now what's next? And there's nothing. And I feel like DC yeah. is falling off, unfortunately, because of that. Well, and I think what um, he's the overall director is doing is he's he wants to base everything on, like, I'll just say these three main principles. I don't know what these three main principles, but it, let's say these are our building blocks. Right. And as we go out, that's when we expand. But until we have these three main building blocks, which, in my opinion, are going to be Batman. Superman yeah. and Wonder Woman. Right. 
they are going to maybe once again, and I hate that they are going to do this. Hopefully not. Um, remake the starter movie you know be like okay here's a batman movie this is the universe like this is where we're going from now and here's a wonder woman movie now i don't think they need to remake the wonder woman movies i think they are fantastic in general i really really like them and the superman movies and this could be the same for the batman is there so many i don't know necessarily i'm sure i could look up which ones to watch but there's so many different ones there's so many variations there's different actors there's different types of super there's a super girl tv series there's a superman that's in that tv series now so it's the thing with justice league is i we talked about this too in the last episode they need to find their robert downey jr for batman they need to find their steve roger or their they need to find their chris evans that could play you know superman like they need to stick to these actors and like you said there's so many different variations like in my opinion, you know, if we're gonna have a DCU, so does that mean Robert Patterson's the new Batman since he just had the Batman come out? Is he yeah. now the new Batman, or are we still looking at somebody else to play him? So what is the point of that movie other than it's just a solo movie? You know, you have you have the Joker TV or Joker movie that just came out. They have a Joker oh, two coming yeah. out. So is he is uh is it is, is it Joe Felix? No. What's his name? Yeah, Wilcon. Right? Is it Wilcon? Is, I can't think of his name. Why can't yeah, I think Jao of his name? Felix is the soccer player. Yeah, Jao, Yeah, that's why. As soon as I said it, I was like, I don't think it's Jao Felix. That's a soccer player. Uh, but is it Joaquin Phoenix? Is that his name? Joaquin. Yeah, yeah, Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin wow, Phoenix. Okay. We that. Oh, we were no. so we were so far. As soon as I said it, I was like, I don't think that's right. I think that's a soccer player. I got that played too much FIFA. Uh, so. You know, is he the new Joker, or are we gonna have a different Joker, like from the TV series? Um, I don't know if you ever saw the TV series Gotham, but there was a yep. Joker in that. So, like, I don't know. My thing with DC, and I've said this before, is that they just need to find those set actors. Yeah, yeah, solidify who they have. Right. Build off of that. I mean, also just to go back on the Robert Patterson thing, um, and that movie, just like from what I've heard. He was perfect. He was, like, and it was a fantastic movie. So good. Yes, and they need to now jump on that. Like, I feel like that's what they need to do. But again, they now have James Gunn taking over. I don't agree with him firing Henry Cavill. I don't agree with him canceling Aquaman. I don't agree with him canceling Wonder Woman. Like, these things are... But, you know, it's James Gunn. He made Guardians of the Galaxy. Everybody loved it. So, you know, take a chance with it. Yeah. Um, he made peace. He was the, I believe, he was a director on a few episodes of Peacemaker. Um, oh, so, okay. like, he's doing these right things. It's just you need to jump on that. But mm-hmm. in general, this one just in general DC talk wise, again, not a lot to talk about without repeating ourselves every episode. But um, Ian, we appreciate you coming on the Superhuman Lab well, podcast. Again, we have a giveaway going on, thanks to Ian, of the Iron Man Gauntlet. Again, if you're watching this on YouTube, it's this thing right here. But if you're listening on Spotify or iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts or any of the other podcast websites, head on over to Twitter at Superhuman Lab on Twitter. That's at, sorry, Super underscore Human underscore Lab, because somebody took Superhuman Lab from us, but that's okay. But check out the tweet, tag somebody below, tag a friend, retweet it. And then tell us your favorite superhero. That is how you get entered in. Again, by the time you guys are listening to this, uh, the tweet will be live. So check it out there. Um, again, Ethan will be back with us next week, hopefully. Um, just a time difference just kind of messed us up. But Ian, anything else you want to add? Uh, 
Oh, thank you for having me. It's been a great time and uh, just uh, enjoy the next movies. All right, guys. Thank you guys again. Make sure you guys, you know, download the episode. If you're on YouTube, like and subscribe. We'll be posting a lot of content 2023. And thank you guys so much for listening to the Superhuman Lab podcast.